and welcome back to another episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast with me, your host, Christina Eng. It's been a minute since I uploaded a podcast episode, but I'm very happy to say that I am completely done with midterms and I'm ready to get back into the swig of things and just focus on working on my personal projects again. Besides all of that, I wanted to wish us a happy 50th episode of this podcast. We made it, you guys. We're exactly halfway to 100 and... It's still very surreal to me that I have 50 podcast episodes out as of today. But anyway, today on the pod, I have a very exciting episode for all of you. And I know I say that about every episode that I do these days, but this one I'm genuinely really excited to record and share with you guys because as you can tell by the title, we're going to be talking about love and relationships. And you guys know that's not a topic that I share about often on here because I'm usually, you know, so work-focused and I mostly stick to subjects relating to school or work or like career life, Um, but I thought I would change it up a little this week and get more personal with you guys about my love prospects. If y'all remember, I only ever did one episode on this podcast in the past talking about my so-called love life, and that was, I believe, episode 24, What I've Learned Falling In and Out of Love. I'm actually really proud of that one, so if you haven't heard it yet, I would definitely recommend giving that a go. I don't exactly remember everything I said in that particular episode, but I think I spilled a lot of tea about my past relationships and, you know, my past boyfriends and all of that. Hopefully my exes didn't listen to that one because I talked a lot about them in that one episode, but honestly, I have no shame. And there was actually no shade at all, like, being thrown in that episode. It was just an honest conversation about how I felt in those relationships and what I got out of them. But in this episode, I definitely wanted to take the focus off of my past relationships and talk more about my future ones because, you know, we don't want to dwell on the past on here. So yeah, we've got a lot to get into on today's podcast episode. First, however, I wanted to start off this episode with a little life update because I've got some exciting things coming up and I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in so long so I wanted to share a little bit about what's going on in my life with you guys. I don't know if y'all can tell by the inflection of my voice but I've been pretty happy and excited these past few days. Um, Well actually this whole past week even though I was going through midterms and it's not just like one thing in particular that's making me especially happy in any way. It's more like a culmination of things and You know, also low-key the weather too, because in New York, it's been warming up a little and it's also been really sunny, which is like an immediate mood booster when I wake up in the morning. You guys don't understand how excited for spring I am. I completely used to be more of a fall-winter girl, but after being in quarantine for the past year and a half, I've just come to appreciate more outdoor activities and, you know, those are just more accessible in the spring and summer. Also, I have so many cute summery dresses in my closet that I want to pull out and, you know, take some photos in since I won't really have anywhere to wear them to. So yeah, I've just been thinking about the springtime and all of the activities that I'm planning to do and it's all getting me really excited. And also spring means the end of my junior year, so you can bet I'm super ready for that. But yeah, also something really exciting and only those of you who are following my Instagram would know this, but... 
I recently got myself a paid partnership with a company that I've been working with for so long. And you know what? I didn't say it on my Instagram who it was with yet, but you know, you guys are special, so I'm just going to say it on here. Um, I'm working with Inkbox to put out a campaign in March. Well, this month, because it's March now. And if you don't know what Inkbox is, they're like the OG company that started making realistic looking temporary tattoos. I live by them because I'm literally a tattoo fiend, but my mom is very strict about me getting real ones, so Inkbox really allows me to play around with fake tattoos and stuff like that. They also legitimately look so real, guys. I kid you guys not, the amount of times my mom thought that the tattoos were real is just so crazy, and she got so upset so many times, it was just super funny. But anyway, getting back to my point... So yeah, I've been working with Inkbox for a while now, I think since 2019, which is really crazy to me. And when I say work with them, until now, um, they would just send me free tattoos basically to try out and then I'd have to deliver social content for them and post about them. And since 2019, my contact at Inkbox has always been so kind to reach out to me during like new launches of new collections and collaborations to send me free tattoos. So yeah, I've just built up such a good relationship with their company and I really appreciate them for taking the chance on me because I am not by any means a huge influencer or even a small one at that. I literally have less than 3k following and yet they still continue to send me these new product launches that they've sent out to influencers with like 100k and plus. So long story short, I've just loved working with them and I appreciate companies that do care more about the kind of content being delivered rather than just looking at people's followings and letting that determine who they want to work with. But sorry, I keep straying off of my main point. What happened was in the beginning of this past week, um, my contact at Inkbox reached out to me again and was asking me to be a part of this new campaign that they're doing in March and she also very kindly offered to compensate me for my work. I just couldn't be more grateful to be able to work with a company that values the content that I'm creating as much as Inkbox does because it is hard you guys to get compensated for work if you don't have a large following because these days it is all about the numbers to some people, not Inkbox obviously. Um, I mean it makes sense, I'm not complaining about it, you know, the larger the numbers the more reach you get so I do get it. But yeah, there is a point to this whole story and it's not just to brag or anything. I just wanted to let you guys know that if you're like me and you have a relatively small following but want to get into more compensated content and paid brand collaborations, then I think it's really important to build up a good relationship with a brand that you really love and care about. And then that paid collaboration will come naturally because the company will start to notice you and your content and, you know, consider compensating you. I think once a brand continues to see you putting out amazing content for their social media, they'll start to recognize how much value there is in paying you for your social media content and then that'll lead to a really beautiful working relationship. That's what I did. I mean, I've been working with them for over two years now until they started compensating me, but it was worth it because now I'm where I'm at now. And also, I know I've been really vague about what exactly the campaign is about and stuff, but if you're really interested and excited to see that, you can find me on Instagram and I'll be posting about it soon enough. I just don't want to give everything away on here because it's going to be a campaign that is really special to me and that has a personal story tied to it. So yeah, stay tuned for that. 
Also something else I've been meaning to mention and this is not exciting news, it's more like possibly something to look forward to in the future. I have been speculating on the idea of starting a YouTube channel and I don't want anyone to get too excited because it's still just a seedling of an idea. I'm not 100% sure if I want to go through with it considering the amount of work that I have already put myself through and also because I'm low-key terrified of putting myself out there on YouTube because people can be mean on there. And I know I always say that like I don't care what people think and if they don't want to follow along with my content then they don't have to, but sometimes just receiving negative comments or responses really just brings down your entire mood. But yeah, it's definitely been something I've been wanting to do for a little while now, but I just haven't had the courage to actually start it, so we shall see. And don't you guys worry, if I ever do start a YouTube channel, I will not neglect this podcast because this is still my baby and I still want to grow this podcast as much as possible. But anyway, that was a really long intro, um, and without further ado, let's get on into the episode. So as I mentioned earlier, I've done an episode in the past going in depth about my past relationships and what I learned from them. So if you want more of that juicy information, you can find that on there. But today's episode is a little different because I'm going to be talking about a topic that's been on my mind a lot as of lately, and... That's the balance between finding love and having a career. And if you're wondering why this episode topic is kind of random and out of the blue for me, considering I don't ever really talk about love or relationships on here, I'll give you the short version. Some of you may find this surprising, but I've been clicking into my dating apps recently. I know whenever I admit to this, a lot of my close friends who know me in person, they're always so shocked because They'd never expect me to be the type of person to use dating apps, and I get it. I definitely give off the vibes of someone who is just completely against the idea of meeting someone on an app, and I am, but I'm not, if that makes any sense. I just think nowadays we have no choice because it's not like we're actively out there meeting people in person, and we shouldn't be because the virus is still very much out there and still a threat. So I've resided to meeting people on dating apps and honestly, I wouldn't recommend it because I'm finding very little success on there, but you know, by all means, don't let that stop you from wanting to get the full experience of a dating app. I feel like everyone has to go on a date from someone they met on a dating app at least once in their lives. I don't know why, I feel like it's just like a unique experience. Actually, pre-quarantine, I did go on a real-life date with someone I met on a dating app and Honestly, it wasn't half bad. Of course, you still have to be safe and cautious with these types of things because you never really know who you're going to meet or if that person you've been talking to on an app is the same person as the person you're going to see, but, you know, I digress. Back to making my original point, I've just been going on Hinge specifically, which is the dating app that I use, and I've just been talking to some people who I find have similar interests as me, Um, It's been fun and all, but nothing too exciting has come out of it yet. But this whole idea of love and relationships has had me thinking a lot about what my priorities are in life right now and what I should be focusing on. Should I be focusing on my romantic relationships or on my professional career? And is it even possible to focus on both? I definitely feel like there are three sides of this argument. There's going to be people that say you should be focusing on your professional career because that is what's important and that's what's going to define your future. And those people are also going to say that there will be time in the future to find a significant other, but for right now, while you're still young, focus on building a career. 
And then there are going to be people that say that you should focus on finding love and building relationships because life is short and it's not all just about work and your career. And those people are also going to bring up the fact that this pandemic has shown us a lot of things and among them is the fact that life is not all about work and productivity and that we have to make the best out of what time we have being surrounded by the people that we love. But finally, there are the last kinds of people that essentially say that you can have both a healthy relationship and a successful career. So there's a lot of different arguments and one is not necessarily better than the other, but the best one is going to be the one that works for you. Guys, I've put so much thought into this topic recently because it's just been something that's been itching at me for the longest time. I'm 20 turning 21 in a couple of months and this obviously could change at any point if I end up meeting someone in the next few months, but As of right now, I can confidently say that I don't see myself getting into a relationship in the near or distant future. And here's why I say and think that. I feel like I'm at this point in my life where I don't exactly know what I want to do with my life and where I want to take my career. Um, I've said this before on here so many times, but I've just recently had so many different interests and like stuff that I want to do and that I've been taking on. And I just feel like having a relationship would interfere with all that stuff that I want to do and try. That being said, I don't want you guys to take away from this that I'm saying it's impossible to try to balance a relationship and your career at the same time. It's certainly possible. There are wildly successful people out there who are doing it, but it just really all has to do with personal preference. You guys know from me talking about it here week after week just how serious I am about my work whether that has to do with my schoolwork, work work, or my own personal projects. I put a lot of time and effort into everything that I do, and I really give it my all. It's already been such a challenge for me to try to practice balancing my work life and my personal life that I just feel like a relationship would be an added layer that I don't need currently. I find myself barely having the time or energy to text my friends and family throughout the day, so it would just be unfair to that other person if I was not giving them any attention because, you know, that's what is to be expected when you're in a relationship. I talked a little bit about this on my other episode regarding my past relationships. Um, The last serious relationship that I had, which was over a year and a half ago, um, it's crazy that it's been that long, but yeah, with that relationship, I was in deep and... I was definitely head over heels for this guy. I thought I would eventually marry him and that we would start a family, you know, all of those thoughts that you have. And at that time, I didn't know it. But during that period when I was in that serious relationship, I started to really slack a lot on my own work and I lost a lot of drive and motivation when it came to pursuing opportunities for myself. And I mean, I was still in high school going into college at that time, but Even when I was younger, I was still really ambitious to get my foot in the door of the fashion industry and just build up my resume and all that. However, when I was in that relationship, I think a lot of that ambition slowed down a bit and truth be told, I didn't feel that great about myself during that time. And maybe it is just me and it's just me putting the pressure on myself to want to achieve bigger things, but I just don't think you should ever feel like you're being held back in a relationship, which is what I was feeling. Of course, at that time, I didn't know it because I was just so madly in love and wasn't thinking straight. It wasn't until after we ended things that I started to look back and realize all of the stuff I missed out on or gave up because I was in that relationship. 
I think it's safe to say that ever since I've gotten out of that relationship, I've been thriving and flourishing. And it's not to like bash on the relationship or say it was a waste of time or anything like that because it wasn't at all. I really valued the time when I was in that relationship and I think I learned a lot from it. But even now that it's been like a year and a half, I still get people who will tell me how much happier I look and that they also noticed how much more focused I am on myself. I do feel like I'm a very different person than I was a couple of years ago. I mean, don't we all? But really though, some people when they look at themselves a couple of years ago probably don't find that much has changed. But when I look at my younger self, I feel like I've made some monumental changes in the person I've become. For one thing, my values have changed a lot. My lifestyle has changed. Um, you know, what I want in life has changed. All for the better, I hope, but I think a lot of these changes just came with age, I guess, and just outgrowing certain things and certain people. So yeah, sorry, I feel like we're slowly going off topic here, but I did want to just take a second to recognize the amount of growth that I've made in these past couple of years, which is super crazy to think about. Even small things like being more confident with my appearance and just getting better at public speaking, stuff like that just makes me really proud of myself, so don't forget to take the time to recognize small victories in your own lives. Um, I really urge you guys to think back to your younger selves and just celebrate how much you've grown since then. In getting back onto the topic of love and work, while I was doing some digging for this episode, I found this interview online with a professor who teaches organizational behavior at a Paris-based business school and who is a part of a two-career couple herself with two children. And so the question that the interviewer had asked this professor was, what would you say is the biggest obstacle to keeping a relationship happy while you both pursue different careers? And I just wanted to share with you guys what the professor had answered because I found it really interesting. So this is what the professor said. She said, it's clear to me that so much of the friction couples encounter comes from trying consciously or unconsciously to conform to traditional gender roles where the man is the breadwinner and the woman takes all or most of the responsibility for the home. We think of this as mainly affecting women, since women get pushed toward the homemaker role, companies offer them mommy track jobs, and so on. So I found all of what she said super interesting because I myself am not one to give in to traditional gender roles, and when I say give in, I mean like I don't believe in them and certainly don't follow them. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the concept of masculine and feminine energy, but every person has both energies. Like some, for some people, it just might be stronger than others. Some people's masculine energy might be stronger than their feminine energy and vice versa. And it's not as clear cut as to say that all men will have more masculine energy than feminine energy because there are actually some men that have more feminine energy than masculine energy. But anyway, my whole point in mentioning this concept is because I've always felt like I'm the type of person who has more masculine energy than feminine energy. I would say I'm like a good 70% masculine energy and 30% feminine energy. Like I swear it's not only me who thinks this, a lot of people who know me would also agree with that statement. And that's why when it comes to relationships, I feel personally that it can be very hard for me to find someone who matches up with me because I have like that very high percentage of masculine energy. 
So out of genuine curiosity, I took to the interwebs to find out if this was actually a thing. You know, like women having trouble finding and keeping love with more masculine energy than feminine energy. And I actually came across something so relatable to my situation. And maybe this will help any of you who are going through the same thing as well, but can't quite put a name as to why you're not having success in finding relationships. I literally found all of this information on a random website from a blogger named Sammy Wonder, but let me just read you guys a little snippet of the most interesting parts. So in explaining women with intense masculine energy, Sammy said, These women realize that they like to be the leading partner in their relationships. They have strong impulses to control their men, to control their relationship, to push the relationship forward, to decide, to be the smart one between the two, to be the decision maker, planner, initiator, all masculine energy traits we know so well. Now there's nothing wrong with this per se. Masculine energy is great too. It's needed and it is the energy that has brought these women so far in life and so much success. However, the challenge is that all these women want masculine men. They want a man who is charismatic, know what he's doing, is in control and leads them into romance, plans dates, brings them flowers and presents, is ambitious and has goals for his career, and can take charge of situations better than them. This is the kind of man these women feel attracted to. And while such men absolutely exist, they are attracted to feminine energy partners. A masculine man is very quickly turned off by masculine energy woman because he wants to lead and they want to lead too. And all you get is a headbutting ceremony, a clash of the same energies. So yeah, sorry, that was a lot. That was a very long snippet of the entirety of this blog post. And obviously a lot of what she said are really stereotypical and like just assumption based. Um, and this definitely may not be true for every person because everyone's preferences are different. But for me personally, I really resonated with pretty much all of it. The whole part when she was explaining how strong masculine energy females like to be in control of their relationships and how they like to be the leading partner, that are all things that I can really relate to because I do like being in control when I'm in a relationship. I like and wouldn't mind being the breadwinner in the relationship because it honestly makes me feel confident and strong and like I have all of the power. And I do think that is why sometimes it may contribute to why I'm personally finding it so difficult to be and stay in a relationship. But don't get me wrong, you guys, I'm not like putting all the blame on me and saying, oh, it's my fault that I'm not in any relationship. Um, nor am I saying that I want to be in a relationship at this point in my life. You know, as I mentioned earlier, I don't feel like I'm ready for it. I just find it so interesting reading more into this whole concept of masculine and feminine energies and... For any of you who are hearing about it for the first time, I would highly recommend reading more into it because the whole concept is just super interesting to learn about. If you're like me and your masculine energy is like way up there compared to your feminine energy, then you can probably relate to a lot of the things I was mentioning about being the breadwinner and being the one in control in a relationship. Because it's funny, I feel like my own twin sister is the complete opposite of me. She has more feminine energy and the way we see relationships are completely different. So I guess, you know, that explains a lot of it. But yeah, I definitely felt like I went off topic a little bit. But the main thing I was trying to get at in this episode is that we're all at different points in our lives with different priorities and what you prioritize is going to look a lot different than what I'm going to find most important in my life right now.
And it's not to say that one thing is better than the other. So like if you're prioritizing your career over relationships, then that doesn't mean that you're better than someone who prioritizes relationships more than their career. It doesn't mean you're any more successful or any happier. I truly really admire people who put their relationships first because I wish I had the courage to do that myself. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this little scatterbrained episode of me talking about love and all of that jazz. As always, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this podcast and to hit that follow button if you're liking what you're hearing. If you have any ideas for future episodes, give me a DM on Instagram because I'm always loving hearing what you guys have to say. Anyway, love you guys always and see you on the next episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast.